The first cell phone was demonstrated in 1973 by Martin Cooper. You know what wasn't demonstrated? Shared plans. Over 50 years later, you can save on one line thanks to Visible. When you switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible, you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees. No, really. You can look around for them. They're not there. Switch now at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Beyond! 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 What's up, everybody? Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 199. Holy crap! Episode 200 is next week, everybody. We're on the precipice. Uh, man, we gotta, we gotta do something. <laughs> we should plan something, shouldn't we? Everyone stop panicking. Remember, if you've already, you've already gotten your RSVP that you're coming to the live show next week for episode 200, uh, we have not sent out the final details yet. You have not missed anything. Your spam filter has not eaten anything. Ryan Clements is all over it today. He's also alongside me. Uh, what's, Hello. What's up? Hey, hey, Ryan. How you hey, doing? good. How are this you? is an interesting intro because it's not the normal one anymore. Now, no. now we're in uncharted territory. That's okay. Uncharted. Keep God. going. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Ram Clan member Ryan Clements. <laughs> the Ram Clan. Sorry, Ryan Clements. Also, over to my left, and I have to turn my head now since we have a new mic. We're just talking about this. Uh, he only does everything Colin Moriarty. Beyond. And making his podcast Beyond debut. But he's been whoring himself out on other podcasts for a while now. New IGN EIC Casey Lynch. Beyond. How Welcome. are you, sir? I'm really well. Although, uh, when we went out on, uh, was it Monday night? Yeah, that Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday, Tuesday night yeah. with uh, Epic Meal Time. Yes. Um, I think we yelled so much that I lost my voice. So. Uh, totally. I'm still, I still have, I can hear it in my, in my headset. I don't have it back yet. Yeah. They, they, they were loud, so we had to be loud as well. And just, I haven't been loud like I was loud in college in years. And, yeah, uh, it, was, it was very loud. I just want to know when our cigarette delivery is getting here. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to tell that story just yet. Okay, I know. Okay. I well, shenanigans ensued. Uh, it's been a big week, though, for PlayStation, if you didn't know. So let's begin this show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. <laughs> Time for some news. <laughs> Colin. Yeah. Read it to me. Oh, okay. You I'm get doing to do it today. You I'm reading my own today. Roper Report? Yeah, you, this is, uh, of course, the spin zone with Colin Moriarty. Yeah. The, yeah, whatever, the heavy whatever, spin whatever zone. Whatever he's put on here. <clears throat> Uh, number one, there are nine items on the list this this week. By the way, nine <laughs> items. So number one's announcing that there's nine items. <laughs> the real news. Number two. Number two. <laughs> Here's the category of the nine items. Uh, number one is the PlayStation Vita launching this fall. Uh oh, Clements, is it? Uh, might be. Five oh five Games blasted out a press release today indicating that its game Supremacy MMA mm-hmm. would be coming to PlayStation Vita quote this fall. Vita's release date was on a, was assumed to be revealed at Gamescom this year, but has 505 Games jumped the gun? Was it was it assumed to be at Gamescom? Yeah, I think everyone that was basically the mm. yeah. Well, the, in the, Europe and yeah, yeah. Well, the word on the street was that it was going to be like November for Japan, right? Right. Um, but there was no confirmation for North America, so kind of the skinny was something was going to come out of Gamescom. So yeah, I mean that was the assumption. PlayStation's obviously huge in Europe, and um, so that seemed to make sense. Uh, I think that the rumor was I think Sony basically confirmed that the Vita would come to Japan. 
in 2011, and there was they, no yeah, date. They've been and it, and the holiday too. They've been throwing the holiday thing to try to get around that because you know they they said you know holiday and then following to other territories and blah blah blah. So right, right. The whole thing is very hazy at the moment. Yeah, but you know it could it, you know this is like, this is good news. Yeah, I feel like we would uh wouldn't uh, they have issued a retraction of the press release uh, by now if uh if it if there was like some big mistake or they didn't mean to actually say that. I heard the MMA supremacy. You know that the PR has just gone to crap lately, so I doubt it. We don't know much about that. I so. doubt it. I doubt it. <laughs> Uh, Are you going to find a better deal on this sectional sofa? I doubt it. I guarantee it. (laughs) (laughs) We got to get those sound clips so we can do just answer things and just I doubt it or just I guarantee guarantee it. I do it. it. Come on. Do we have more uh, Vita news on here? Uh, no, we don't. Well, so let, let's just say this, uh, because the, the other big news that uh, broke l- late last night, Nintendo announced like at midnight that there was going to be a massive uh, price cut to the 3DS coming in August. So what does that mean for Vita? I mean, originally when they announced the price for Vita, $250, everybody thought, oh, it's competitive for 3DS. And yeah. now the 3DS is going to, I can't do math. I don't get paid to do geography. How much does that mean that's going to be 180 bucks? The, yeah, I, mean, I think it's it's well, a seventy dollars, one hundred sixty nine dollars. Yeah, right. so eight eighty dollar price right. cut. Yeah. So yeah, well, should we just go again? Sure, sure. Well, Josh wrote in to beyond.ign.com. He asked the same question. Said, granted, there aren't that many compelling titles to play on the 3ds, but with the price eighty dollars cheaper than the Vita, I'm sure I'm not sure how many people take software into account. Interesting. Yeah, it's an interesting question. So we'll just make this topic of the week then, because this is this is very fitting. Yeah. Well, there's a whole bunch of there's another Vita one that they're cutting the RAM back, Colin. Yeah, I saw that. Was that did that happen this week? Yeah, that happened today. Oh, okay. They, they finally confirmed it or whatever that we have. In. Right, yeah, because I remember there have been rumblings about that for a yeah, while. Brett, I mean, Brett wrote into Beyond at IGN.com asking what our thoughts were about it. He also, And he points out that it's going the RAM is going from 512 to 256. And he says the iPhone is 512 megabytes of RAM. That gives it an edge over similar phones. If it was up to me, I'd say remove the rear touchpad, keep the 512. Yeah, I absolutely agree. But then they have games like Little Deviants and stuff that wouldn't work. So... Um, that sucks, though. Yeah, it, or, do, it does suck. Anytime, but, anytime a system is less powerful than it could have been. Well, yeah, and what does that mean for the and games I, that are already in production? Or, you know what I mean? For Uncharted, Golden Abyss, and stuff. Like, how, how much was that relying on that, and what does that do for the future? Yeah, it's a bummer. I don't know. Is the real RAM answer. is important. That's all I know. I, I'm sure Charles, it is. Charles tells me that, like, every, every day I see when him we eat RAM sometimes. together. Yeah. And is that what he has for breakfast? Yeah, and then we have, like, biscuits, and we drink really nice coffee that we've brewed together. <sighs> and he tells me about the RAM. Okay. Casey, is it a big deal? Uh, the RAM or the price? The price. Um, I think it's it's definitely changes things. Uh, I think there was an edge coming out of E3 where people thought, oh my gosh. Um, I think people were expecting the V to be more expensive, uh-huh. frankly, yeah, totally. uh, when it was announced. Um, and so at a $250 price point, I think it was competitive. But now all of a sudden, um, 3DS is uh, markedly, I mean, it's 30-some percent lower than what it was. Um, I think it could make a difference, especially then if it's also less powerful. Um you know the RAM thing, and we won't probably be able to feel the ramifications of that <laughs> immediately. Um, but like you said, Greg, I mean, I think you know, a year or two down the line, uh, without a significant update, I think that that could impair its, you know, its abilities or developers' abilities to really get the most out of it. Exactly. Got to keep squeezing the lemon to get the juice. Squeeze. Yeah. I, I think. I think. Uh, I don't think you can underestimate the effect of software, though. I mean, yeah. he says that people don't take it into account, but I think that's why 3DS hasn't sold. I'm not really sure it's the price of 3DS that affected it as much as the fact that there's just nothing to play on it. Well, no, so, you're right. I mean, like being compelled to go out and spend that much money on something if there's not a ton of great games, yeah, for sure. And and I, I also think that you know Sony seems to have learned an important lesson, maybe from PSP and the very slow and painful death of the PSP. That uh, wasn't they, painful. It was pretty painful yeah. to see no seven year tales to see, to see no game like you know just very few games like trickle out. You know you got Parasite even then, and then a couple months. 
months later, you get like the city, and then, you know, it's just like, I so I think that they've you know they have a compelling launch window of games that they're going to have prepared for, and I think that that's going to be exciting to some people. But I still think the Vita only sells to the core. I think 3DS sells to many more people. You know, so. I don't think I don't even really think they're competing with each other to be honest with you. In a I, sense. See, that's what I thought too. That's that's the way I felt about it too because I think you, you, the D, 3DS has just been such an afterthought. We saw it at A3 when it debuted two years ago, and people thought it was going to be the most amazing thing ever. I guess is it two years ago? Whatever. I'm bad at math. It was when yeah, it debuted, 2010. It was yeah. two E3s ago. Yeah. Thank you. That's what yes. I'm trying to say. When we played it tethered to like exactly people. to blonde women. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And now that we have, you know, now that it's play. out here, nobody, people, ton of people have it. Ton of our friends bought it. None of them play it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, nothing to do with it. That's that's. That's all relative too, because it's, it's it, a ton of people haven't bought it. I mean, a ton of people bought it initially, and then when Ocarina of Time came out, but the, the sales have actually been really poor. Yeah, and the, yeah, I don't know. It's it's it, I talked about 3ds a lot, you know, on this podcast before it came out, and said, you know, I, I predicted that it wasn't going to do well. Everyone thought I was crazy. And I was just saying that there are no games. There's nothing to play on it. Like the the, the more you go forward, it's like. There's this Kid Icarus game that's not really a Kid Icarus game. There's a Pilot Wings game that's not really a Pilot Wings game. There's a Zelda re-release. And a Mario game we don't really know anything about, and a Smash Brothers game that apparently isn't even being developed yet. Yeah. They, so they wrote out a cocktail <laughs> napkin what they wanted it to look like. Uh, I have a question for you guys. Going back to the original discussion of uh, the PlayStation Vita, yeah. I'm curious to know what's the RAM on the PSP 3000 or the slash Go? Do you, do you guys know? Oh, I have no idea. That? I'd, be, I'd be very. Where's Scott Lowe? I'd be very. Yeah, actually, I, I'd be very curious about that because I, I kind of want to. I want to gauge if I'm if I'm going to be able to tell the difference here. Well, well, we gonna I'll, look it up? I'm going to look at no. I'm going to look into getting Scott Lowe on the phone. All right, we'll do, you, we can keep going. All right, okay. sounds good. We can, I think can't we call him on this thing? Yes, but we've never done that before. Right, do you want to well, you want to take a shot with that? I don't um, mind. I don't know if it's we can try. Work. We can fly like an eagle. All right, hold on a second. So do I? With this thing, it's a a hardwired phone. What yeah. is it? It's a call box. Uh, they use it's one, the One Up Kids brought it in. It's one of their toys. We don't we don't screw with it all that often though. Okay, hold on a second. I'm gonna. Yeah, wait, so you're you doing press. it. All right, we can. We, There's we'll so many time. computers on the table. Yeah. Yeah. Do something. Is, about it, that. Yeah. Does one of the computers? Pl- no, one of the computers was Skype, and the other computer had the phone. Casey, how you doing? How, how, how do you enjoy working at IGN? I Whoa, love it. There we go. That's about how I feel every day. Um, <laughs> no, I, I love it. It's fantastic. Uh, well, the phone's there off the hook right now. The phone's off the hook to it. There you go. Yeah, but I need to dial something. I know. So now turn it on. Now pull. Up. There you go. See? Oh. See how the phone? When you pull the phone off, it the phone's so off the hook. It is so loud. The phone's really loud. It's gonna be okay, everybody. <laughs> We've only been doing this 199 episodes. <laughs> if you just joined us. Jesus you know what? I'm not gonna. How about you forget it? it? How about you just Google it, please? No, it's funner. It's funner to have Scott Lowe on the phone. Uh, we like Scott Lowe. He's, know, the, he's the tech tower, the gear god. Yeah. I think I can figure it out. I just need to. We, I just need to turn it down. It's too late. Here we go. You missed your window. Oh no! Wait. There's a. Cu- no. Nope. Oh, there's a dial right here. Too late. I missed my chance. I could have made something I great. Done, I haven't done a calling with this thing. We were right on top of call. It's like I'm kissing Scott Lowe. Oh, it also wouldn't have picked up because we're not recording on that channel anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're learning. We're learning. We'll Scott get Lowe's it. Like, we'll things. get it. They're evolving. Scott's. He, Oh, it's going to give us a phone. Uh, uh, <laughs> I think I did that. I think I did that to you, didn't I? On the, phone, on the uh... we did this to somebody. Yeah, I think he, he's busy think. taking pictures of himself in his kitchen with his girlfriend. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> still one of the best photo shoots. Should, should we move on? Yeah, we should. Okay, bear with me on this one, Greg. 
This is some. There's some. Oh, there's some. some, there's some an, numbers. Is this, one of, is this one of the traditional Colin incredibly meaty? Yeah, Rover report. That's right. Oh, is this? Pack, do I? Do I'm already I, tired, Colin. I've been I've been packing all night to move in with you today. I know. It's happening. Relax. The PlayStation Home is being founded I know, today. The, it is the PlayStation Home. Wait, do I have to bear with you also, or just Greg? Just I just need Greg to bear you, with you, me because I think just, you guys are bearing. I think you and Casey are just bearing just fine. To be okay. perfectly honest with you, I am a bear. Uh, PlayStation. So today, also PlayStation Three or Sony's financials came out for quarter one of 2011. Q1, they call it the kids. kids I think they call call that Q1. Q1. I think they call that when you're a CFO. Uh, PlayStation Three sales have dipped, according to these uh, to these details here. According to Sony's first quarter financials released today, only 1.8 million PS3s have been sold in the April June period of this year, (gasps) as opposed to 2.4 million during the same period last year. Well, there was a lot of bad press out there. Yes, uh, Uh, credit cards being bled out into the internet. I know me. The hamburglers stealing them. The Hamburg, Jesus. Uh, Q1 game sales are down 12% year over year. Uh, but Sony does predict that more PS3s will be sold to the tune of 700,000 this year, by the end of the year, than in the last year. Also, PSP sales are up, and PS2 sales are down. Can you believe it? What is this world? Uh, moving on, number three. Resistance 3's beta has finally been dated. Yes! You going to play a lot of this? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, we're going to live stream it next week. Uh, on August 4th, those with beta codes from SOCOM 4 will be able to get in on the action. PlayStation Plus subscribers will get in on the action when the PlayStation Store updates on August 23rd. There's no word yet on if anyone else will get in on it. Probably Do you know not. any details about it? Maps we're getting, anything like that? No, I know that, so the, the modes will be Deathmatch and Chain Reaction. I don't, I think James Stevenson from Insomniac posted on PlayStation Blog right when we were coming up here, so oh, okay. there's probably more details. Uh, but I think it'll just be two modes. I think the beta is actually already running for some Insomniac, like, community members. In, in-house, as I forgot. So, I gotta, I gotta throw something out there, guys. Please, please do. I want to meet personally meet everyone, every family, every individual that is buying a PlayStation Two right now. I just want to see what they're like. I want to know what kind of person is buying a PlayStation. Well, 2. Uh, according to the stats uh, in Q one, one point four. PS2s were sold. Or one, no. yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Jesus. I'm doing it right away. I like, I like four tenths of a PlayStation. I'll be back for the rest of so it. That, so that's only. <laughs> he lost so it. That's he only lost one it. family. No, 1.4 million. Sorry, my bad. Um, so that means that 1.4 million uh, new PS2s? Like, who's buying PS2s right People now? People really want to play Summoner. It's people who don't know. Like, you know what I mean? You walk, it's somebody whose kids are just getting into video games, and they walk into Walmart, and there's a PS2 really cheap, and it's got games. Wait, do they still sell PS2s at Walmart? I was, oh, yeah. They gosh, got that's so amazing. I, mean, I haven't been to Walmart in a long time because they're outlawed in San Francisco. But. I mean, the the crazy thing is as well, um, I know that they, they sell a ton of PS2 games. I mean, they've got those racks where they're like five bucks or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, for somebody who's not looking to spend a lot of money, it's actually not a bad oh, no, idea. And, and but it's, a fa- it's, it's a phenomenal system. It's, it's just crazy. funny that it's it's a little late to the party at this yeah. point. It's it's past Ryan Clements late to a party. Like this is <laughs> you this come is late Jim, to parties. This is Jim too. Riley late to a party. Who doesn't now. come at all then? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, I still want to stand behind my 1.4 units and sold. Yeah. 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 So but then I'd only really need to be one accurate. person. Right. It would and, be and they're and like half of a person. It'd be more manageable. That, yeah. that, that's the dog. Right. Perhaps some of these were also given to though you know maybe gamers that want to just replace their ps2 i'm not saying a lot of them but some people ps3 is not backwards compatible anymore pretty compelling library on ps2 i could, I could understand that so maybe people you know maybe people are just buying them and putting them away so they can play their games later or whatever yeah absolutely i, I don't know I it, it doesn't that kind of person it doesn't make much sense doesn't i am it the one make that, much sense. i am the one that bought a new psp 3000 just to make sure that i was set and i could play dissidia for as long as possible because yes. my, my old one was breaking down a little bit Yes. It is interesting, though, nonetheless. Indeed. Do you regret that decision? Because oh. Basil Frank 
from Cape Town, South Africa, writes in, says, Beyond! Beyond! Hey, guys, I love the show. I have a quick question about the PSP 3000. I, local retailer, has it on sale for $119. I've never used or had a PSP before, and I do have, but I do have a PS3. Considering the fact that the PS Vita is so close to launch, would it be worth picking up the PSP? If so, or is so, which games would you is recommend? So- Hey, who's, who wrote this in? This is from Basil Frank. In Basil. Basil. It's got to be Basil. No? Yeah, Basil. I don't. I refuse to say that. It's Hello, Basil. Basil. Yeah, it's from uh, Austin Powers. Basil. <laughs> Basil. Um, so for my my recommendation for Basil is for you probably not. I would say wait and and see how the Vita pans out. Mm-hmm. For me personally, I I don't. I'm not upset because I like. I, I'm I'm kind of just like how Colin, I just hit my mic. Sorry guys. Uh, I'm like how Colin just explained where I like to have backups. I like to have contingency plans. So the fact that I now have a PSP 3000 I can seal away in carbonite and then store under my bed and then I can be playing Dissidia on my Vita God hope and then you know if in the event that my Dissidia or that my Vita breaks or something I'll have a backup and I'll be all set I can't make heads or tails of this Wikipedia page I have no uh, goddamn ho- idea how much RAM is in there yeah. I got Dress RAMs and I got flash capacities and internal memory 2 megabytes ED RAM E-dram. That doesn't sound like nearly enough. <laughs> I'm glad this Vita's going to have more. Memory. Wait a minute. <laughs> Jeez, it's about time. You keep yeah. looking. You, you, keep, you keep nasty. DDR SD RAM, 64 megs. Okay, man. You said it. Now, oh, here comes a another... Main memory, 32 hey, megabytes. Colin, these are all chunky. All right, number four. Oh, come on. Dicehead Patrick Bach revealed that the online experience for Battlefield 3 will be trimmed considerably on console. Player count will be restricted to four, 24 on console. Well, I'm, all right, I'm taking over. Uh, Give me those. I, I was up all night packing. It's... I want to get into the house today. Be nice. Player count will be restricted to 24 on console, while it will be 64 on PC. The argument from Dice is that to accommodate more than 24 players hits to the fidelity of the engine, graphics, and more would have to come, and the studio basically didn't want to do that. Uh, the maps on console will also be smaller than their PC counterparts. This is kind of what's interesting about this is this is kind of late to the game to let everyone know that this was happening because people were, you know, it's not, not a big deal to me because I'm much more excited about Battlefield's single player campaign and I really don't play multiplayer too often on games that I'm not super passionate about. Okay, but. that's insane, first of all, um, that you're not interested in the multiplayer on Battlefield. But let's just skip over that for a second. So, is it really late to the game? Why would somebody wait this long to announce that the multiplayer experience on console is going to be different than PC? Miller, why? Because they want to trick you and they want you to pre-order they want to get their numbers up they Another want to question. take on call of duty why have they waited this long to even show us the game on console because it, pro- it does not look as well <sighs> as good i should say what did you see it have you seen it uh no no they only showed it to uh us at a yeah man yeah, yeah, it yeah. was me and peter and uh damon yep. and anthony we looked at it, we're like oh man this doesn't even come close to what the pc's now but was it like oh man like oh god or was it like whoa it's just it's a little I different mean, it, it, it wasn't like a train wreck. I wasn't like contorting my face. And Were you like, vomiting. hey, did you open it up and say, is this on PS2? <laughs> this is one of the PS2s that was sold. Oh, you guys, are, did you guys just buy 1.4 Is of this these? a 1.4? Uh, so. <laughs> they retrofitted one. They bought two and taped them together. Now, here, here's the other question. I mean, obviously, we love PlayStation, but why are they showing this on PlayStation 3 first? Probably typically, uh, like, typically, games, when they're sort of rolled out to the press, they're showed on 360, 360s. especially shooters. Yeah. Um, so... What do you think? 360 can barely run it, I bet. Well, it, it, could have it could have something to do with EA, too, because EA seems to be in cahoots with Sony the last True. couple of years. Yeah. So yeah. it could have, it, like, well, like, like at, 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 yeah, like, remember, especially last year. Last year was the first year where they're like, wait, why are they running everything on PS3? Yeah, they were showing they, everything they on the PS3. Dead Space stuff, and they did all the other stuff. So that could, that could have something to do with it, too. And to be fair, I'm trying to be realistic about when Battlefield comes out, and, man, I'll be, I don't play online too often anyway. I have to be real compelled by a game. So I'll, I'll be playing Resistance, and then Rage. And then Uncharted. So, oh, God, there's no time, you know? 
And plus, Skyrim comes out then as well. You really put a lot of time into the Uncharted 3 beta, didn't you? Well, Just admit you're a fake fan and you don't even know anything about Uncharted. No, I don't know anything about Uncharted. I only have, I only have a platinum trophy in both games. Uh, <laughs> Her? I, and I have more platinum trophies than you as well. Really? Are you a higher level than me? Because that's what really counts. Have you, been, have you been looking lately? No. Been moving. Colin's making moves. Yeah, I'm really <laughs> concerned. Really concerned. This, when will this battle end? It's been going on Never. for three years. When one of us is dead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. It's funny how much more I can enjoy my life not having to worry about meaningless, trite nonsense. What? <laughs> You're crazy. Are you, you, do you like achievements? Or I, yeah, uh, both. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I have, um, uh, I've been playing 360 longer, so I have Obviously. way more yeah, achievements. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I love getting fake rewards for things that you know you never got them for before, and those rewards will go away one day. That's the thing that like you never think about, like. Like you can go back and play your Dreamcast games or whatever, and look at your old game saves and stuff. But uh, you know that stuff's all gone. And at some point, our trophies, our achievements—you know what you did in WoW or wherever it is—it's all just gonna go away. Can Can I be honest with you? I, I've stayed up nights thinking about that. <laughs> I, well, I, I, I want it to carry over. I want it to carry over, and I don't but mean to do what with it. Like what? What? Continue what if we... to evolve. So thirty years from now, I can still look back at that Hannah Montana PS3 button and be like, "Oh man, that's first when one. I stuck it to Moriarty." I first think that, one to give that. I think that somebody should uh, should make a move in the first parties to try and get that information put on driver's licenses. I think <laughs> it. it you know, right? Or at least attach it to your credit score. They're like, you're applying to buy a car. Like, oh, you got, you know, your credit score is really low, but damn. But a level 19 in PSN trophies. You platinum well, demon souls? Okay, yeah, let's talk. That's Twice. why I like in-game in-game rewards, in-game experiences, because then you can, uh, when you go back and the internet is dead, you know, what? and we're living out of caves and using gerbil-powered, you is know, this after home stations. Front? Yeah, after Homefront. Okay. Uh, Homefront if, if you start the game up again, you can still see your progress. You can, even if you lost a save file, you can just start from scratch. But then it's you can just get all those rewards again. You can like, er, you know, build your characters' levels. You can unlock these sorts of things. You can get special equipment. That can all happen again. Like self-contained, mm. unless it's an online-only title, of course. But or a game that runs on batteries, like all right. my cartridge batteries are basically dead now. Right. Or like NES and SNES. Or Battlefield Three on console. Yeah, can't run that. But I, I will say that I think in the I unifi- didn't mean it like that. In, in the unified future, like where there is one console, the unified and it's, future, and which will eventually happen. I don't think it, I don't think it's as close as everyone thinks. So we've already talked about that. Uh, maybe there'll be a way for them to convert trophies and achievements and all those and kind of bring them into one system. You know, Steam and all those things, or whatever. And so, so we can have, so so we can all, <laughs> so we can all. Because hey, if my trophies roll my eyes, audience. Because <laughs> <laughs> if, if my trophies get deleted, I don't know if I want to live anymore. All right, your trophies. Yeah, I, I, I'd be more concerned about your trophies carrying over to PS4 than I would. Worrying about the unified system future. Well, the, they're carrying over to Vita, I so know. I don't see why they wouldn't carry over. To I'm PS4. just saying that that's my concern. Is that like they're going to say, yeah, okay, PS4 is out, it doesn't carry over, but you'll get a cool avatar if you uh, have you have some trophies. Does that? By the way, just just one more thing because I know people that are on PS3Trophies.org listen to this or whatever, and Greg and I obviously love that love that site, and we Great go there site. all the time. We went there right away yesterday. Do you ever look at some of the trophy cards that these people have? Some of these kids have between seventy and hundred and something platinum trophies. Yeah, I have like twenty one. I know. And I play games for a living. These kids are putting us to shame, Greg. I'm just telling well, you. Well, they, yeah, they, they, have, they have a, a more dedicated time. They are. They play that. <laughs> These kids are nuts. I love it. They All don't right. have to make a living. <laughs> That's true. Uh, number five. Infamous 2's user-generated content has received an update. Sucker Punch has released new items such as cars and enemies that can be used to create new missions. The biggest update, however, is in terms of how you search for missions, which was a big problem for a, a lot of people. A huge problem last time. Uh, searching can now be done via mission name, special terms that you can use, and most importantly, the PSN ID of the person who created oh, it. Yeah. So now you know how to find mine called Beyond Collecting that I created 
before the game came out so I can get my trophies. Did you ever make one? Yeah. Yeah, you had to have. That was, that was shameless. What? Nothing. Just keep going. You Number like, six. <laughs> you don't like my. You don't like. Six, you don't like six, the plug six. of my mission, my subpar mission. And I didn't say I didn't like it. I just See, said it was I, I was least. I was least. I was least <laughs> proud enough that when I put it up and I, I, I just you know took a template, saved it, published it, and then I immediately deleted it. I didn't want to clog up the servers with my cheap trophy. Grab. I didn't make it. Mine's not cheap though. I took a template. The collecting template. I moved all the collectibles. I put text. I put t- into another part of the map. I put. I put some text in there. I put a shout out to Podcast Beyond. Yeah, of course. And then I, I put it up there. It has three star rating. That's not bad. That's okay. uh, that's uh, something. Something uh, to be proud of. I haven't checked back in on that in a long time. We need to do something with that. Sucker Punch also promoted that. That I think that mission when the game came out. So don't hate. What's happening? Why is everybody crying? Uh, I don't know, but it's I'm, awesome. I'm just stretching. Number six. Ooh. Number six. Number six. Good stretch. The two Resident six. Evil HD remakes coming out, Resident Evil 4 and Code Veronica X, have been dated and priced. Resident Evil 4 is coming September 20th. Code Veronica X is coming September 27th. The games will run you 20 bucks each. And I put uh, trophies in huge letters with exclamation points afterwards. Are they coming? Are those confirmed? Oh, definitely. Okay. Why wouldn't they? I hope they have full rosters, too, like... like uh, some games have, like uh, Trine, for instance. Ah, you want, so you want a Platinum, is what you're saying? Yeah, or yeah. Dead Nation had yes. a Platinum as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, number seven, a spiritual successor to Burn Zombie Burn is coming to the PlayStation Very Network exciting. this fall. Entitled All Zombies Must Die, Double Six's new game supposedly blends RPG and action elements and will allow up to four players at a time to play. No specific release date, details, or pricing information has been revealed. Loved Burn Zombie Burn. Thought it was an overlooked game. Yeah, I, I wasn't. it was free for PlayStation Plus a while ago. It was okay. You're a hater. I am drinking your hater. Did you play Burn, Burn Zombie Burn? I did not. No. But um, I think it was overrated. We gave it to... Uh, yeah, Sam Bishop gave it to... I don't know. I, I, I just decided to say that. So. Yeah, no, you're just I, trolling. I, you're just trolling. Maybe. You? Maybe. Making friends. Uh, all right, two more, and then we're done. Huh. Number 12. Number 12. Uh, <laughs> during THQ's financial call on J- July 27th, it was revealed that the Red Faction franchise is essentially dead. My God. My God. My God. Wait, when did we hear that recently? Uh, Independence Day. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about... But I heard someone said, oh, it was in Captain America. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, oh, big Stop spoiler. It. Big spoiler. Oh, by the way, we're all going to go see that tonight. There you go. Way to, way to kill yes. the momentum of my story, go. Casey. Okay, one, two, three, go. Okay. So, no, it was just that we were in Captain America, and my girlfriend and I actually oh, started yeah. laughing during a, during a serious segment when yeah. like, <laughs> the dude turns to the camera. He's like, my God. <laughs> was it the same guy? Was it the same general from Independence Day? <laughs> the general from Independence Day. No, that was the president. No, no, no. This was the, the general, right? The, the old general. Guy. Says, oh, really? Oh, no, wait. Actually... Or was it the president? Who I said I the president said it? Uh, but I do. I know now, now that you've said it's that guy. It makes sense too. My yeah. God! My God! My God! <laughs> um, God. Yeah. So basically, Red Faction's dead. Red Faction Armageddon and Gorilla didn't sell well. Uh, THQ CEO Brian Farrell said that THQ doesn't quote intend to carry the franchise forward in any meaningful way. So, but that Sad, but in I, an unmeaningful way, they may make more games. Yeah, it says. However, the possibility exists that Red Faction will be revived at some time in the future, though there are quote no current plans for the franchise. At this but if time. it is revived, it will be completely unmeaningfully. Yes. Red Faction on PS2 was so good. Remember that you get punched through walls. You thought it was awesome. I remember the first. I remember day. really liking the first then one. Then they gave you a gosh darn hammer and they said smash stuff. And Dude, like, the yeah. hammer was fun. I, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not saying that it was the greatest game yeah, ever, yeah, but. Yeah, you know, and I, I think I understand why it maybe didn't sell like Gangbusters. I mean, it's not a game that everyone's just going to run out and buy and play. So, but it was uh, always an interesting one. Like, I don't, I don't understand continuing on franchise names for things that weren't huge. Like Red Faction was cool on PS2. Like Killzone, you mean? 
uh, well, no, Killzone's always been. I mean, Killzone Two was like this big deal for. It, they made it a big deal forever. Yeah. The first one was like Red Faction. Totally. Well, I mean. no, well it, might, it was worse than Red Faction. Well, yeah, yeah, it was. Enemies it, don't even turn around. It was like the them. most <laughs> generic game. And yeah, they yeah, stuck so. to their guns with the Killzone. Remember, Killzone was supposed to be like the Halo of PlayStation Two. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. They really stuck to their guns. I, I, I really have always been underwhelmed by Killzone myself, but. Killzone 2 was great, and then Killzone 3 was just... I don't think Killzone 2 was great. I think Killzone 2 was great. It looked really good, Yes, but it was really brown and really like well, repetitive. That's, that, that's the thing. That's and, the color palette. And dude, Sev is such... That's why Pac-Man's yes, really dark blue and black. Dude, he's like a... Like, Rico, yeah, Rico's such a douche. Yeah. So I heard that... I, I didn't play um, all the way through Killzone 3. I think I watched the intro screen where it says, Sony Computer Entertainment of America presents. And you're like, fuck this. Damn it. The thing about... like... Killzone 3 had so my much potential, though. My man. God. My God. I love Sony the, Computer Entertainment America. They, they don't take advantage of that. what could be the strongest point of that, that entire series, which is the, the fascist overtones of the Hellgas and stuff. Like, they don't... Like, the game looks so cool, and, and the intro sequence you were talking... Like, the intro, like, when they're... When they're, well, they're did you ever see the intro? It's awesome. The, like, when they walk into the ballroom and all the dudes are, like, standing around yeah. and the women I did and see stuff. That. And, yes, yes. It's and, so cool. Like, and the part that I was going to bring up, though, that I that I saw a buddy of mine playing was the... Um, and I'm sorry to interrupt, but the... No, okay. um, we're a conversational like the, podcast. The... the foresty stuff where you know it's all purple yeah, and, yeah. yeah that stuff looked really cool too but it just the whole, it, it didn't come together they're like you've been marooned on their planet for six months and instead of letting me experience that and play through that which sounds really unique and cool they just jumped ahead six months to when the hell guys found me and i fought them it's like okay yeah, the um, game the game was boring. I mean, I, I I think Killzone Two is much better than Killzone Three, but that's not really saying anything. Uh, to be perfectly honest, with you. Uh, Killzone Two was never best. never came together for me. Yeah, okay. me neither. Uh, all right, finally, and I know number twenty one, number twenty seven. <laughs> this is not as long as they usually are, by the way. They've been two pages before. Uh, American Colin, history Colin in eighteen ninety. You want to talk about eighteen ninety? No, talk about go. 1890. Number uh, twenty four. Go. <laughs> Duke Nukem Forever is getting new DLC this fall in the form of multiplayer modes. Finally, the Hail to the Icons parody pack will add four maps and three modes to multiplayer. And yep. boobs. Yeah, yeah, probably. The update will be completely free if you're a First Access Club member, though no details were revealed on how much it will cost for everyone else. I'm gonna buy that. Yeah, you gonna buy that one? Download I played. I played about half the game, and uh, I didn't think it was terrible, but uh, it was boring. I, will say I was that. bored out of my brain. But you know what? I do think I Dead. did. I did like what they did though with it. Like I, I didn't play Duke Nukem. You know, uh, when we were younger, or whatever. I wasn't a, a PC gamer. Um, but uh, it wasn't just on PC. It was on every single platform you could possibly think of. Like, uh, Mrs. Moriarty would not allow that to happen. Duke Nukem 3D on what? PlayStation? Uh, no, it was on Super Nintendo. Yep. No, no, I, no, I, no I, didn't, on, I didn't play Shooters on Super Nintendo. Duke Nukem on N64, right? There you go. Yeah, I was going to oh, say, say yeah, N64. So. That wasn't my scene at all during that era. Um, Loser. I was playing. Well, we talked about it before. I was in. I was in RPG heaven from like 1994 to 2000. Um, so yeah, I, I like the character though. I like, actually like Duke Nukem as a character. You I would. think. It, I think it's just Based really. Fu- I think it's really funny. His voice is like over the top, ridiculous, and and he's obviously like has you know uh, not a great not very nice taste in women. Him. Yes, a great taste in women as well. Um, so Likes to play with poo. That's about it. But yeah, I didn't play any Duke Nukem games um, until that one, and so I don't know if uh, I'll ever go back and play the other ones. Probably not. It's kind of like Leisure Suit Larry when I got the platinum in a box office bust <laughs> without ever playing a Leisure Suit Larry game before. Yeah, that's, that's how bad it gets around here. Wow. Uh, Colin. Yes. We're all excited for this Duke Nukem DLC. But I if I, it's, it's coming out so far from now. It, where could I go to find out what I could buy right now? You go to the official IGN list of upcoming PlayStation software on all three platforms by the IGN editors. Remember, if you're coming to Live 200, by the way, next week, next Thursday, uh, you are part of the show, so make sure you yell beyond and sing the jingles. We're going to do the Roper Report pretty much only so you can sing the Roper Report jingle, because so many of you have asked. 
that it will not be this long. Jingle and jingle. And, and have questions too, because we're not we're not taking any questions in terms of at beyond or beyond at IGN.com. We're gonna take them from audience members, and we are live streaming this starting at five thirty next Thursday. So Thursday, August fourth, five thirty Pacific Standard Time. You can watch the live stream on IGN.com, and you can tweet in questions, and we will get them up that way too. Right on. Uh, yeah. So all that comes out this week. Nothing for PS2. Nothing for PSP. Uh, Catherine is finally out. Yay! On PS3. Um, and it's a fine game. I gave it's it a nine point Goddamn time. My, my God. God. My God. God. Look at this photo she just sent me. Look at these girls. Catherine, uh, awesome. Yeah, it's uh, ex- absolutely an excellent, excellent game. One of my favorite games of the year, no doubt. And wow, Captain America: Super Soldier. Not one of our favorite games. But I'm hopeful for a platinum trophy in that. Are you? I don't know. Because I might, I might be playing it as we speak. Oh, really? That's one yeah. of the ones you're rocking? Nice. And I might just take home that game we got yesterday as well and hold it hostage until I get the platinum. Oh, that's fine. I don't care about that. I, I live in your home now, so it's kind of easy. Yeah, that's going to be a bummer. So oh, so Captain America's no good? No. The movie? Why are you playing it? Platinum oh. trophy. Trophies. Oh, okay. So let me ask a question again. Captain America's no good? Yeah. So why are you playing it? We want to increase our trophy. Trophies. Colin's, is... des- Colin's desperately trying to catch up to me. Ugh. You should see. Just, just you know, that's a horrible thing. There's so many good games to be playing, and you're wasting your time. I'm not. Trying. I'm, I'm not. I'm playing. I'm oh, playing stop Catherine acting still. like you I'm don't play. Catherine. You play just as many oh, no, bad I play, games. I play horrible games. You have, you have, you have a win trophy in Hannah Montana. Just stop. <laughs> I have. I have. We need to. We need to play games that are good. We, we do. do. We do play games. We play a lot of games that are good. I'm just saying. No, we. We trust me. I don't think. There's been a time when a triple A game comes out that's awesome, and you'll. Oh God, are you playing this? And like, I will after. Kung Fu Panda 2. No, I play Kung Fu Panda 2 when I when I need to fill my time so I don't think about murdering that's myself. That's stupid You're, you're just encouraging them, Greg. That no, co- not, I, I didn't buy it. We're just <laughs> we're doing the things the kids always we always tell kids not to do. We're just passing around these games we have in the library. Yeah, the, playing them. Yeah, but we've never we've never yeah, we don't pass up bad games. We just play a lot of games. I have a lo- I have a low threshold is in 2, Casey. No, if, no, no. I, don't, I, don't get me wrong. If I've it gets been in double before. digits, I don't play it. If I got to play 10 hours of a game to get the platinum, no thank you. Okay. No, no, you know, I get it. And I've been there before. But I just I don't have enough time anymore and I if, totally. if I'm going to play a game, I want it I want it to be a really good experience. That yeah. I agree with that 100%. That's why it's the rare occasion when I think these times a little part of my a little part of my heart dies and I think you know puppies somewhere get kicked in the face when people are playing games that aren't any good just to get I'll, a, I'll, a trophy. I got I got Mega Mind at my puppies, desk. Greg, I'll, I'll puppies, Greg. Puppies. Mega Mind. You can go. It's only like 3 or 4 three, hours. 3 hour platinum. Puppies. Three hours. I don't care. But this will all stop in the fall. It always stops in the fall when all the games start coming out. Yeah. My God. Yeah, yeah, God. I think we, we never really officially confirmed this. I'd like to put it on the record on Podcast Beyond Episode 199 right now. You ready? Yeah, please do. All right. I'm now you. that you guys are going to be so close to, to me, yeah. we all need to hang out more often. Oh, yeah. Well, now, now I, I no longer... Everybody everybody's listening to this knows that I love Ryan Clements. He's, he's one of my brothers. Uh, but the problem with Ryan Clements is that he has a very strict workout schedule that yes. he refuses to break for anyone. So usually what happens is about the time I'm starting to think about packing it in when I'm drinking in Soma, he'll text me 1130 or whatever. Hey, bro, let's go. Come to the sunset. Come out. I'm like, no. I'm not coming all the way out there. Or I'm already in bed or I'm in the middle of Kung Fu Panda 2. Now I'm two blocks away. But I also mean just on the weekends, it'll be easier for us to hang out. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I got no excuse anymore. We we can just come over and get each other. Yeah. I'm going to eat an underdogs tonight. The underdog. burrito. I'm getting a burrito. Oh, underdogs. Yes. yes. I said... I was yes. going to get a burrito there as well tonight. All right. High five. Rumi? Huh? No Mike Mitchell and yet, then, but who needs him? And then if I'm going to play Captain America for trophies. Oh, God. If you're <laughs> hanging out with uh, with Clements, though, you're going to have to put up with the J-Pops. It's the K-Pops, and, I, and I, he, he knows Casey how much I enjoy does. them. He knows. Casey just does that on purpose. No, I just thought he was... He know. doesn't actually confuse them. <laughs> Let's dance. Let's dancing. Hey. Yeah. Sorry. So now, you're, do you already have the trophy guide for Captain America? Yeah, I have it. Okay, good. 
I, how I, long does it take? Uh, they said five plus hours, but it's definitely going to take longer than that. I have the printouts for all five collectible types laid out yeah. in front of me when I play the game. I have a marker. I'm marking them off yes, as yeah, I go. Yeah. You, oh saw, you remember my Kung Fu Panda setup I had going? Yeah, yeah. iPads, laptops, no, printouts. Let me just tell you a horror story real quick about Kung Fu Panda 2. I missed a collectible somewhere in there, and I didn't get the goddamn platinum trophy. And this is, how, this is what I learned from when I did one. <laughs> and I don't know where it is. I don't I know, know where the collectible is. This goes against everything that is good and holy about video games. <laughs> I would, I, you, you're not supposed to play it bad does, it, games. It actually doesn't. I'm going to have to agree with these guys in that if, if they're the, the ultimate positive, which is their enjoyment of collecting trophies, which is in digital interactive entertainment, if it's outweighing the negative they have from playing a not so great game, I mean, it's still they're still enjoying themselves. They're still having fun. And just I w- encouraging them. I, w- I will say this too, and I, 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 I don't, don't want to make assumptions, but I would really say that Greg and I play more more games than than a lot of people. Just just in general, in the so, world. No, just well, yeah, definitely. In our office, <laughs> like some some people some people just. You know, like someone messaged me this weekend, for instance, who was like, I, I loaded your tro- like your trophy oh, comparison, yeah, bro- and he's like, it. how long is it? It took 10 minutes to load. And it's like, I play a lot of games. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, I play, I have like, you know, 70-something PSN games. You know, like, I, I, we, we play as much as we get. So it doesn't interfere with anything. Like, and like we said, like when Skyrim comes out or when Rage comes out, like it's all bets are yeah, off. Yeah, once I get everything set back up in the new place, it's right back to Catherine. Like, I'm no, like, I, will, I will say this too. Su- summertime is definitely the best time for trophy or yeah. achievement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, Hunting, whoring, whoring. Uh, grinding. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I don't disagree with it. Uh, truth be told, I'm just trying to talk shit because oh, it's yeah, fun. Like, so. I mean, I used to work at official Xbox magazine, and I ran a column called The Scoreboard, and literally all, and we're actually going to do it at IGN. I want to do it again. But all we did was review games based on their achievements, <laughs> not on how good they were. And if it was a 10, then that meant that they were super easy to get, and uh, if it was a 1, that means that they sucked, and they were entertaining, and they took way too long. So I, I'm all about it. All right. I'm just giving you a hard time. Yeah, we did. We did the. My God. My God. My God. We did the uh, the Great Trophy Horror War a couple of years ago, right? Yeah, that and that was us. that was. Who that won? Was who won that? Scott, Scott Bromley won that. Oh, the, re, the the we didn't we didn't think it through because no. we had already had all the easy games. We were so like confident. we already had Hanna 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 Montana Montana and a bunch of other what dumb a ones. So Bromley was able to sit down and play like the the games we had already cracked out a long time ago, and we had to then try to catch up because it was based on what you did that month. We did it for an entire month. God, that was brutal. Oh, cool. Greg and I talked so much shit going on oh into that too. It was like it you burned was... out early too. You were like really well, well, Mega Man. I got Mega Man Ten really early. Then keep going. Sorry, right, hey Greg. We're getting off track. What? Can, what? What? It means no worries for the rest of your day. No, I drink for an every day, <laughs> and then I drink more. All right. All right uh, anyways, uh, is that it for the <laughs> set for this Nora thing? <laughs> Wait, I wanted some digital stuff. What's got the oh, digitals? Yeah, the coming? digitals. The digitals. I got the digitals here on the PlayStation Network this week. We had a bunch of things, including Move Me. I'm gonna answer this. Move to. Oh yeah, go ahead. What? Hello. Oh, oh Greg. <laughs> Greg almost knocked down the entire podcast. Oh, no, this is Greg. Oh, okay. All right. It sounds like it's official. So we have we have Move Me that came out, which is apparently some sort of PlayStation Move controller. It's app. an educational it's thing. It's a. Uh, it is. <laughs> <laughs> we have downloadable games. We have Deadliest Warrior Legends for nine ninety nine. Colin Moriarty reviewed that action. Yeah, I gave it we a have, seven. It's a it's a good value. Yeah, it's a good value. You got Back to the Future the game episode yeah. five out of time. Those games are awesome, dude. I I played through all those last weekend. There you go. We also have Golden Axe for four ninety nine. I played that. That game. That was free for PlayStation Plus a couple weeks ago. Brutal. 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 Like bad or yeah, just hard. Bad. 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 Okay. Bad. Wait, but, you, you don't like it? No. It's Golden Axe. What's not to like? 
It's the original Golden Axe? Yeah, but someone was saying it wasn't the Genesis port. It's like the arcade, a port of the arcade version. I don't know. I, I wasn't a Genesis kid, so I don't know. All I know is that the villainous Death Adder has taken the king and his daughter prisoner. Three brave warriors have stepped forward to save the land. Man, it's, it's keep so... It in, all, keep those free, all those free Sega games have been terrible, except for Streets of Rage 2, which is marginally mm, bad. Streets of Rage. What else we got? We got some Section 8 Prejudice. It's a special offer bundle for $14.99. What's, this, what's special about it? You get the Blitz Armor Pack and Overdrive Mac Pack free when you buy this bundle. Cool story, bro. Cool story, bro. What else we got? Hold on, I'm turning my page. Oh, yeah, the No More Heroes Paradise demo is available yeah, now exciting. this week. That's exciting. So that's cool. If you missed that on the Wii, you should definitely check it out. It's a very entertaining, very kooky game. Uh, there's some Dragon Age 2 DLC this week, as well as some Dirt 3 DLC. Both and of which we will have reviews coming up for shortly. Very nice. And speaking of No More Heroes, we have like an insane uh, look into the insane membrane of Suda51 on IGN right now. It's right a, now. I like that feature a lot. Yeah, that feature is pretty sweet. Find uh, inside Suda51's insane brain or something and, like that. And thank Arthur and Altano for making that awesome. I refuse yes. to. Now, in quite my possibly God. The, my God, my God. the most catastrophic news of the week. Okay. There's no minis listed here. No! So I can't read any mini names. We need to make a Fernet mini. There were nine minis last week. I drink Fernet <laughs> and I want to drink more on my PSP. Uh, all right. We already done two. Okay. Do you got any special segments you want to do here? You got it, oh, I, have, I have a special Anybody segment. Anybody want to talk about yeah. 200? Sure, I have a special segment. Go. It's called The NFL Lockout's Over. Yeah, I saw you wearing your jersey. You're excited. I'm very excited. Uh, I got a text last very night. Very excited. I got a, te- a very exciting text last <laughs> Very night. exciting, Jerry. Very exciting. While I was packing, I got a very exciting text, Colin, that yep. the Jets were foolish enough to yeah. let Brad Smith out of their grasp, former yeah. Mizzou star quarterback. And true. he may be going to my favorite NFL team. It's players. true. Well, they couldn't afford him. I mean, the cap, there was no cap room for him. They had to resign Santonio Holmes. So, and of course. They did that. Uh, yeah, so we can't run the Wildcat offense anymore. Yeah. Are you in the football, Casey? Uh, a little bit here and there. But, um, a guy I like from Mizzou might go to the Bears. Was he a receiver? No, he was a quarterback back then. Oh, okay, sorry. But I they moved, they moved him to wide receiver. Yeah, he was a receiver. God. He would run the no, wild. Well, yeah, he was a receiver, so fuck you. I'm saying yes, in, okay. in the NFL. There you yeah, go. In college. So, yeah, now, now the, the crazy thing I know, as far as um, the lockout being over, is aren't they going to go right into summer training, which typically everybody has a ton of time to spend with these players, and everybody's going to be going into it kind of blind? Yeah, so that's what happens. So yeah, training camp won't be interrupted by, in terms of time, but like they're allowed to meet up with each other and, and go over, like especially rookies, like over playbooks. And, and the big thing was uh, signings. Like... Usually they have like a month to sign free agents and stuff, and it's all happening in like a forty-eight hour period. So it's right, like, it's, and it's happening when a lot of these people haven't spent any time. Like exactly, the, exactly. So it's it's totally crazy. Uh, what I'm excited about is hopefully Hard Knocks uh, production has not oh been interrupted. Oh my god, I love Hard Knocks. So do you watch Hard Knocks on HBO? The, uh, no, I don't have cable. Oh, uh, it's 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 it, they just go to like a, they went to the Jets last year, but they go to a random team every year. They've done it, I think three or four years, and it's just them with at training camp, and they release the episode like pretty much concurrent to when that happens, so it comes out like a couple of days afterwards. Yeah, and it's so cool. It's, it's really so cool to see everything good. Behind the yeah, it's so and good. it's like a reality show. I mean, it's not like about football. Like you can watch it and not be a football. Yeah, it's more about the people. It. Like and you, know, yeah. So now speaking of sports, like uh, being in San Francisco, we're seeing all of these crazy uh, billboards about this Giants. TV show that's going to be on Showtime. Yeah, like, what, yeah. what the heck's up with that? I think it's like, I think it's like, hard knocks, yeah, I think yeah. it's like Hard Knocks, but for baseball. Yeah, um, I didn't know anything Crazy. about it. At all. What is it called? The uh, I don't know. It's I don't know. The, the, uh, the season is that the, what it is? The season, yeah, something like, something of this nature. I don't know. And I uh, see, I see the billboard every day when I drive in. But it's cool. I'm, 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 ex- I'm excited. I just forget. And that's what Fernet does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, by the way, prediction. Yeah, Jets thirteen and three. Holy crap! First round bye. And they actually get to the Super Bowl this year. They're gonna win it. 
Yes. No, I, uh, you hesitated. You know, I, you know I, they don't have a shot. I've said it the last three years that they're going to win the Super Bowl. So, And okay. they made it to the AFC they Championship game. I bet you say that every year. Well, until recently, no, because the Jets were terrible my entire life until three years ago. Shut up. You wish it. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, what's up? I have something to say. Just go ahead. Ryan special speaks. Seg. Special segment. Ryan has something to say. I like that you call it a special seg. I think uh, I should call it special seg. Special seg. Ryan speaks. <laughs> My God. Uh, all right. I am getting progressively, each day, more and more excited about Beyond Episode 200. Especially because, if, if not for the fact that we're streaming it and it's like a cool new thing, because I cannot wait to meet some of these oh longtime Beyond fans in person. Very excited. Also, I have gone uh, the extra mile. I am taking. I am starting my vacation early, and I am taking Friday off which, so that I can party as oh long God. as the Beyond fans want. My God! On Thursday night, <laughs> you got. I will. Oh I am God. there to guide the party. It's going to be a disgusting show afterwards. It's going to be, be an amazing, amazing podcast. If we haven't touched on this yet, because we haven't, because we haven't talked at all about it, let's let's firm up some more plans of what you're going to see there. All right. All right. Uh, you got you got DJ Damon Hatfield right spinning spinning up there. I'm spinning up. You have an exclusive PS3 game that you will not be able to play anywhere else. There to be played. Yes. You have a ton of giveaways, like insane stuff. There's exclusive, very exciting giveaways. Exclusive like, DLC for un- unreleased Sony games that, hint, hint, you don't know about, but you might. Uh, there are, we just got in all the new Jello skins, Scott Lowe set up, for your PS3, your PSP, uh, and your controllers that are all Beyond 200 themed. Beyond. And there is so much other cool stuff that'll be there. And yeah. then we're all going to Eddie Rickenbacker's. Yeah, so for the <laughs> people, 21. yes. If you're for the people that actually like are doing, they went the extra mile. They confirmed they're coming to Beyond 200. You will be handsomely rewarded. You will be taken care of. And to hell with all of you that didn't come. We're sorry. No, I'm just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also, what was I gonna say about the, yeah? The funny thing is, is that I've been collecting random, random shit on my desk for for when for when we had this show to give away. And I will say, yesterday I re- we received because so by the way, most of this random shit's awful. You guys will not want to. <laughs> <laughs> you will not. You will not want to win any of the things. An on extra, desk. extra, extra large StarCraft T-shirt. Yeah, like a, yeah, the StarCraft T-shirt that could fit four <laughs> people inside. Five uh, XL. Like two copies of Michael Jackson for the Wii. I mean, this is terrible. These are terrible giveaways. But anyway, Colin will tell you that we did receive two of oh the coolest God. prizes. Do you want to say what they are? Or do you want to just hold? No, it? no, be no, a no be a surprise. Oh but, my God. Uh, Colin like looked at me dead in the eye, and I've never seen him more serious. He's like, "You my need God. to keep these. <laughs> Why are you giving these away?" And I was like, "I can't keep them. Like they're too good. I have to give them." Because usually fans. we get stuff, and it's very clear that you're supposed to give them away. Like the the, the awesome uh, the city art that we got and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And with this, I was like, "Oh my God!" Like, I'll give you a hint. These are these are for a game that Clements and I are both batshit insane about. Yeah, an old game, it's- and. Uh, oh, I, was, I was so blown away. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm even going to DVR the O'Reilly factor oh, that night geez. so I don't have to go home. <laughs> I'm like, okay. good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go crazy. That before night. we switch off of Podcast 200 and hit yeah, some no. questions before we get out of here, Albert wrote in. He's coming to the show. He's very excited. Awesome. He says, I don't have a question, but I have an invitation. It is to the other fans attending Podcast Beyond Episode 200. I was wondering if some of the other fans wanted to get together an hour or so before the show and at a bar or restaurant and hang out and talk Beyond and PlayStation. If anyone is down, they can hit me up at my Twitter slash my IGN username, Super Chocolator. All one word. S-U-P-E-R-C-H-O-C-U-L-A-T-O-R. 
If you're wondering for timing on that, Albert, uh, we're opening the doors and starting registration here at or where at the event at four thirty. Yeah. Should we give the rundown about, or should we wait I'll, for the email, or should we just kind of talk to the? Um, to, to, I think we've I done. Think, I think we've done enough. Yeah. Here. yeah I do yeah. want to point out that in 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 the lines of those um, people that want to meet early, uh, we have some uh, friends in the industry that are putting on this like massive of well it's not really an event but there is a gigantic i could talk about this right yeah sure yeah no you don't want me to? i'm fine with it. Uh, we're not they're not coming to the office anymore correct. right no no okay. i've, I've, all, I've wrapped it all yeah it's on second and south park it's, yeah, it ahead. is literally a 30 seconds you're, you're, away you're, from the you can throw uh, a tennis ball at it from here um and uh it um if you blah, really blah, 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 blah. Bullets. anyway it's this massive trailer that's going to have uh free barbecue uh giveaways and a bunch of cabela's yeah, games if you like hunting so go shoot some stuff. It, it will be there before the before check-in time. So it's basically, I, I think, starts like early afternoon and goes through to or actually around the time that uh, the show will be starting. Cool. So if you want another uh, possible meeting place and you want some free stuff and to play fucking Cabela's, yes, go. Yes. Go hunt deer. Casey's not sold on the Cabela's idea. I love barbecue, though. Oh, God, well, I know, I mean, right? It's like, it's the spirit <laughs> That's what we'll be doing there. Well, you mean the way there's freaking wolfing out barbecue waiting for this to start. All right, what's how this show's been going a while? Uh, we are uh, now at about forty-seven minutes. I no, want to apologize, everybody. I didn't, the coffee hadn't kicked into my blood. I'm very tired. I I, I don't feel like I was bringing it in the beginning, but now I feel like I'm on. Now, now it's happening. Do it. You do now it. we're out of the the voluminous uh, Roper report. Sorry. You know what? You I, I won't write the Roper report anymore. No, like it. Colin. No? All right, fun. Roomy, I'm just giving you a hard time. Come here. I'll buy you a burrito tonight. It'll all be okay. All right. <laughs> all right uh, first off, Benjamin W writes in about an article I wrote out of San Diego Comic Con. Some people yelled at me saying it was a possible spoiler. It's one of my Uncharted theories. So if you don't want to hear a possible Uncharted theory, uh, jump a bit ahead. Anyways, I, 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 at Uncharted, I went, I went to this Uncharted panel down mm-hmm, at the San Diego mm-hmm, Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. And in it, uh, they have this conversation, and Elena says that she doesn't like going on these treasure hunting missions, not anymore. And I, that was enough for me to go. The way it was presented in this cutscene, the way they were interrupted after, I'm hypothesizing she's pregnant. Interesting theory, but it's just like my 450-year-old villainous idea. It's just like I think the, you're right about that. It's though. all the crap I talked on uh, Infamous that you know did or did not pan out. Anyways, Benjamin W. says he just got done reading it, and he had a question here. Because many of the game's single-player heroes are playable in Uncharted 3's multiplayer modes, I was wondering if you think her being pregnant may exclude her from being considered. I like the idea of allowing a pregnant character to participate in Team Deathmatch, uh, but it might make some people uncomfortable. <laughs> no, here, here's his My best line. God. Not to mention the fact that it would, be an unfa- it would be unfair because you would be getting double kills every time you took out Elena. <laughs> Good job, Benjamin. That's great. Well played, Benjamin. Uh, no, very good. Uh, uh, it's, that's, that's an interesting point. I didn't. My God. <laughs> my God. I, I don't think they would go take her character. Go watch Independence Day again. Go. Everybody should go watch Independence that's funny Day again and just wait for the My God line and just look that, at his face. So I, I think to that point, the real question is, would she be showing? Because no, the, there would be no showing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. then, if if not, then I mean, it's that's just, the whole thing. In the, in all, all the cutscenes we've seen, and she was in the uh, uh, Uncharted beta. Or no, she wasn't. But she, we've seen footage of her playing in, in multiplayer stuff before. I played at eighty three. Uh, she's not. She she still looks just like, you know, hot-ass Elena Fisher. She doesn't have no baby bump. So, I mean, the truth is, is any female character in any multiplayer game could potentially be pregnant at any time. You have no idea if she's she has, like, a fertilized egg True. in her. 
True. I like this. I'm gonna, start, you know I'm, I'm gonna start screaming that every time I kill someone. You should. Character in the game. <laughs> double kill. Also, like, oh, when you get a double kill, then the, you know she begged for her life, <laughs> and no one inside her. No, so, but I mean, so, <laughs> why do you have to look at me when you? It's creepy. Also, but I would like to like to point out. Are we talk about like just a greater of two evils? I mean, you are still killing someone. Right. You are killing you. someone. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe maybe you are indeed killing something, someone in a worse way. But still, let's let's all think about this. This is just video game fun. Yeah. Okay. Right. Good. Yeah. Uh, Otis writes in. Otis, my man, and he's got some Woo! quick fire questions. Greg, how do you feel about Batman: Arkham City adding Solomon Grundy and Talia Al Ghul to their already impressive character list? Uh, I'm excited. Sure. Why not? I don't think the Talia Al Ghul concept art they released looked all that good. Who, she didn't. Wait, who the hell's the first one? Ta- Solomon Grundy. I don't know who that he, is. He's like a giant uh, zombie kind of guy from uh, the DC Universe. He dies and comes back all the time. Got he it. rhymes everything he says, too. All right. Solomon Grande part on a Monday. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he's Sounds stupid. awesome. He's stupid. He's like the Hulk, but oh. a little bit. Damn it. Wait, so he's like the Hulk, but he rhymes every phrase <laughs> he says. <laughs> he's he's saying, verse. Imagine the Hulk, but he's white and he's a zombie. I know. He rhymes everything he says. Okay, and he's kind of I, I was going to say, well, you can't be dumb and rhyme everything he says. <laughs> well, you know, that wasn't it's, a very eloquent rhyme, was it? Well, it still takes some thought. Right. He's like a poet laureate of Hulks. Yeah, yeah all right. It's fine. So that's exciting. Just deal with it, all right? Colin. Yeah. Spoilers. Yes. This is a Falling Sky spoiler. Okay. Are you caught up? Yeah. All right. I'm not going to read it. I'm not going to read the name of it, but I'm going to, I'll point it to you. Okay. How do you feel about Blank's death yeah. in Falling Skies? Okay. And what effect do you think it will have on his Blank will have on the <laughs> Blank universe? <laughs> <laughs> that last Blank was Falling Skies. I'm just... <laughs> uh, it was sad. Uh... But to be expected, the cast is so big. It's kind of like Jericho's cast and that it was like really huge and they need to start killing some people off. So uh, it makes sense to me. That show, by the way, is effing awesome and everyone should be watching it. Yes. Okay. Ryan, yes. how are you liking Bleach Soul Resurrection? Uh, well, you'll see because I'll have a review for that on IGN.com today. After, after Casey looks at it with his beautiful fucking beard and rubs his beard mm, all over beard it. Beard juice. Uh, it is, uh, I actually, I enjoyed it. I mean, it's, it's sort of, it's simple fun. Don't, you're not in it for the story. You're not in it to, you know, redefine the action experience in video games. But uh, it was fun, and you get to collect little glowy soul points Ooh. and upgrade your characters. And I love collecting stuff in games. Me too. Right. Especially when it's not uh, necessary. It's not like you run through an area and you miss the orb of destruction, and you think, well, fuck, miss the orb of destruction, can't summon the 14 knights. So, you know. I hate yeah. when that happens. Yeah, yeah. I hate that. Uh, Damn but, it. but when it's just every enemy you kill happens to like spill out a bunch of collectibles, so it just gives you added incentive to go do some stuff. And okay. the uh, good times. Said collectibles, you don't have to run over and grab them. They just they they rush so, right to so you. So smart. So yeah. smart. It's like, you know, you're you're still it's like somebody them. somebody so sh- you designed a good game. Yeah. Somebody thought through things that worked. Somebody played God of War. Hey Casey. Yes. Who in the podcast room do you think you could take in a fight? Anybody. <laughs> All, really? all three at the same time. Really? <laughs> that would be awesome. At the same me? time? Are you kidding me? No. I don't know. I don't I, I really, take us all no, I don't think you can take Have you three seen of us. me in real person? Yeah. I've seen you shirtless. Here I am. Yeah. I know. <laughs> That's the other thing is um, at Beyond 200, um, expect to take off your shirt. Yes, audience. Yes. Not me. No, 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 you won't take your no, shirt please, off. No way. way. No Just way. later at night when you're fucking hammered off your ass. Will you take yeah, that'll be when off. I'm at Eddie oh, Rickenbacker's yeah. I'll exactly. butt naked. I will say that uh, with our visit with uh, Epic Mealtime, which yeah. you can read about all over Greg's blog, um, by the end of the evening, no one had a shirt on. Right. That was that was that was a touching moment. That was nice. a good bonding moment for yeah, our editorial. That was really nice. Colin. Yes. We're gonna build you up and then we're gonna tear you down. Okay. Uh, Eric writes <laughs> in. 
Not, not a question, just a compliment to Colin. I've been really impressed with your recent reviews. They are fun, Thank interesting, you. and easy to read. I think this quote-unquote promotion, if you will, was more than deserved. Congrats. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Now, now it's time to, get to hit you in the balls. Okay. This one comes from Orlando. Okay, good. Hey, guys. Good loving the show. Greg for president. Back to my email. <laughs> Jesus. He's just not old w- enough. Just wanted to ask if you guys remember Onimusha from the PS2 days. Yes. I played the games when I was 12 and now 22. I remember loving those games back then and haven't played them till now and just realized they're not actually good at all. Do you guys have a game that you're praised to the heavens and your youth, you but are now you can't nuts. realize it's a piece of crap? You are nuts. The Onimusha games were awesome. You are so crazy. The third Onimusha game wasn't very good, but one, two, and four were excellent games, especially the first two. But yeah, but yeah, there are plenty. So you're of not games. you're not ready to admit that you're wrong on this one. That I'm not wrong on that. Onimusha was awesome. Okay. It was survival horror meets feudal Japan. Yes. So what other games haven't aged well? To yeah, his exactly. Question. What, what? Yeah. What? What, do you, what? What would you put in that category, Colin? I, mean, I got to think about it. Okay. About it. Anybody else? Anybody got something jumping off the page at them? Something like um, they loved back in the day. You can't stand. Hasn't aged uh, well. That's uh, like I always and I've always I guess I always envisioned gold, the original GoldenEye as being like the sublime experience. Then when I go back and actually see it playing, it's sort of it's yeah. sort of awkward. I feel that way a lot about a lot of games from that generation though. Just just in terms of the way they they look they totally look, yeah. like even ocarina of time which i like it was, it was, i always loved majora's mask more and i think ocarina of time is pretty much is, is quite overrated but but the, the the way the game looks it's like i used to think that game i remember getting that game and playing it 98 99 and being like man this game's gorgeous this game i can't believe how gorgeous this yeah. game is look at, look at the high root field oh. yeah like, another example is uh, a lot of like speaking of goldeneye like a lot of the rare games on nintendo 64 they were so much fun but if you go pa- go back and play like jet force gemini or like blast core that game was amazing go load that up now you'll just want to vomit yeah it yeah. Uh, this reminds me of uh the one of the beyond founders chris roper when he used to talk about uh, like when some of the I forgot what it was, but it was an old 2D football game. I don't think it was Tecmo Bowl. I'm okay. not sure. But it Ten was yard a, fight. It, I guess is, is that a game? Yeah, sure. So, uh, but he was talking about how when that when one of those games first came out, he was like, "Oh my god, this looks my god, my god, my god." If it is ten yard fight, is like little blips. Mm-hmm. Like, and there's, no, that, there's not even enough players on the field. His, his words were, "This looks real." <laughs> <laughs> I just think that's so awesome. What we've talked about it before, I think. I think you, you know there are some there are some authentically beautiful like I think games on NES and SNES and in that era that are actually still beautiful looking games. I think that when you started to get into the PlayStation and N sixty four era when they were starting to deal with like three D and 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 different ways of you know different ways of portraying graphics and polygons and stuff like that like the the, the games just don't don't look you know don't haven't aged well. When you look at something like Final Fantasy six for instance, yeah, was, or you look at like even, you even look at like Wild Arms or you look at uh, the old Mega Man games or even the like Castlevania three those games still look good. Yeah, it's because they leave things to your imagination, and Absolutely. that was like the whole crux. Whereas a 3D game has now not left anything to your imagination. Right. You walk up, well, I can't open this door. This is bullshit. <laughs> it I sucks. I can't jump up on this plant, or what the hell? <laughs> it's only it's only knee high. I'm a superhero. Uh, has anybody else seen the new X Men Destiny game? Anybody? Uh, an the opinion? one from uh, Silicon Knights. Yeah, uh, I just I haven't actually played it, but I've I've seen a lot of the stuff that they've put out. I mean, okay. so go. Carl, Carl writes in, he says, what's up, Beyond Cons? I was wondering what your opinions were on the upcoming X-Men game. As both an X-Men and PlayStation fanboy, I want to get really excited for this st- stuff like this, but I have found myself that Marvel games are really hit or miss. Love to hear your thoughts and opinions, blah. I, I just, I've seen it from 
the first day they showed it to just now at Comic Con, we got got to play it and stuff. I'm torn, Carl. It's got a really cool idea. You know, you start the game, you get to choose one of these three characters that's going to develop powers, and you, you know, you evolve them as you go, and they have these cool backstories, and it's happening in San Francisco. The opening scene, spoilers: this ferry building falls down. I was like, oh my god, I never see the ferry building get destroyed in games. This is neat. <laughs> and so, like, that was all cool, but the game itself doesn't look good. You know what I mean? And it feels heavy. It doesn't feel like it's you know action packed. You you can only roll once, and then it, t- it takes a while to get back up. And I'm not sure about the mechanics because you're you're in these fights, right? And it's an action RPG, sure, but it's putting on the thing like I'm stuck in an area and it's like 12 more enemies remaining 11 more enemies it's like oh man why, why are you doing that I don't want that to be the experience so yeah you know what the, I don't know. you know what a really good superhero game was uh Death and Return of Superman Raven's Wolverine oh yeah, yeah. Origins Wolverine I quite enjoyed that, yeah. that. I, I I I was I said this at Comic-Con when I was talking to somebody that I I pray to god that they have been working on a wolverine game in the background that's going to release around the movie but not have nothing to do with the movie just like they did you know like kind of similar to what Batman. you want raven to be working on the yeah, game, yeah, yeah you yeah. know what they are working on though another singularity yeah, too yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, i'm a big i'm a big, I'm a big fan of, of their shooters i love that i love their shooters Ray, Ray, I, i'd rather see another wolverine game i agree totally. with you though that, i mean that's a great uh comic book game their comic book games are pretty hit or miss, but I don't think it's fair to necessarily say that Marvel games are hit or miss because no, they're yeah, all done by different developers. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Silicon Knights, uh, as long as it's not too human too, I'll be jazzed about it, I guess. Yeah. But I mean, they also did Eternal Darkness, so I mean, yeah. If you guys want an awesome comic book game that's not really a comic book game, Colin can tell you Vanquish. Just go oh like, man, play that game is so good. I love that. So game. good. That is an it's awesome. a great game. It's like it's like playing a comic book and GI Joe fused together. It is. It is like GI Joe. And then throw in some otherworldly like hyper Japanese uh, mech suits, and it's ah, not enough people play that game, and that's a mistake. Yes, mistake. Go rectify your mistake, my God. Knighted Colin, oh, hold on. Knighted Colin Moriarty superfan Jonathan Cordero writes in. Ooh, that, that was, was a mouthful. He's gonna be. He has the honor of closing off the uh, final question here uh casey he wrote one in for you but you already answered it he asked what, what? you thought of achievements he's, he's got the quick fires okay so here, here's the thing so i love achievements and i'm just giving you guys shit um we're not offended so uh, but you know you, you, you it, it's got to be balanced if you're spending time playing open season or you know hannah montana or whatever to farm achievements or trophies uh, but you're missing out and you're spending hours and hours yeah, of time yeah, yeah. i i just that don't think that that's, that's smart that so works, well yeah. yeah but most people aren't like us like yeah. most people don't play like you know, 40 plus hours of games a week. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people do. Don't get me wrong. But so meaning um, it depends on how much time you have. Um, I went through a massive achievement whoring period. So um, I, I get it. But now I'm actually I feel like I have cut myself off and I can actually play a game without thinking about um, how much, you know, it's going yeah. to buff out my gamer score. Although I, I still look at achievements to figure out like maybe if there's a you know, if the developer thought that there was an interesting enough way to play the game differently to put an achievement to it. To, I like you know. that. Yeah, that's what I like about them. Uh, Greg, one thing you love about living in San Francisco, one thing you hate about it. Uh, I love the weather. I know that's a big turnoff for people. I love that it's perpetually fall. And it's always jacket weather. Take the jacket mm. off, whatever. One thing I hate about it, uh, it sometimes is a chore to get around with public transportation. That's the one thing. Especially now moving out to the sunset. It's like some of these, you know, muni rides and whatnot. Don't, don't worry, I got, I'm going to get you covered. Oh, I, I know. You got my back. Yeah, that's I got you. I love you. Uh, speaking of you. Yes. Ryan, yes. if you had your own gym, what would you name it? And what would you give it the Clements Edge that makes it a different from the other gyms? K-pop. Uh, it, well, yeah, the, the obvious answer is that the, the speakers, the PA system would always be playing K-pop to, okay. pump, to pump you up. And um, the... Uh, That's how I get big, huge. 
And then I think that I would have to have like the name of the gym be something like Saban's Dojo or something like that. Gotta have some it's Final Fantasy Six. Yeah, Final Fantasy Six reference nice. right there. Right now, yeah. Colin. Yes. Do you ever miss writing guides? What What was thing you loved about it? And one <laughs> I thing you, you don't. Hated I, don't about I love it. how you don't correct it. Hey, I just want to point out that this is happening. Everybody, <laughs> read your email before you send it. Uh, to beyond at IGN.com, we love you. So I wrote, I wrote strategy guides for eight years. And uh, if you include my game facts time, ten years. So no, I don't miss it. I, I got my fill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got I got my fill. But it was a lot of fun. It was very rewarding. I always enjoyed having this final product. Like I said, I wrote seven hundred thousand word Fallout Three guide. So, um, so that was quite rewarding. Uh, and it took like four months. But I still remember that. Yeah, man. it was oh great though. Uh, and, and that guy still kills. Um, but I liked I liked the idea of having this game and not really knowing what it was and and slowly like putting the pieces of the puzzle together and it would slowly fill up and it would take a lot of time and a lot of dedication and a lot of you know a lot of and new vegas obviously was the one that broke me but you know i, I do miss that in a sense but i i love what i'm doing now much more i'm much happier now you know i'm, I'm, I'm able to do different things and 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 i'm very excited about that and and the guide team is in great hands right now you know so variety is the spice of life hmm, that's why you talk in all these different voices yeah ladies and gentlemen this has been Podcast Beyond, episode 199. Remember, if you want to be part of the show, write into beyond at IGN.com. Don't bother doing it for next week's show, though, because that's the live episode, 200, yes. the big one. Yeah. Uh, you can watch it here on IGN.com, 5.30. So we'll start the live stream. If you're coming, expect your email today. Right, Ryan, you should be able to put out these emails today. Yes, with this stuff. It should be, it'll be done Great. by... Uh, and if you, so if you don't get an email by Saturday with confirmation and facts, and you think you... you remember, you, you applied to be part of it. We said you made it. Look for this next email, and then this is this the next This is the email. next email. If you didn't get the one saying you've made it, look for another email. You didn't make it. I'm sorry. Yes. But everybody else, get ready to party with us in San Francisco. Uh, follow IGN at IGN on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at Game Over Greggy. Ryan is Palm Cider. No Taxation is the one and only Colin Moriarty. And I, th- I believe it's Lynch-tacular? That's correct. How do, yeah, you want to spell that for the kids? Uh, Lynch, like when you hang someone. So that's L-Y-N-C-H. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, like the end of Spectacular. So okay. T-A-C-U-L-A-R. Okay. Lynch-tacular. My Lynch-tacular, God. My God. <sighs> Ryan. Yes. Big week. Big week ahead of us. Lots of stuff happened here. I'm, I know. Now I'm nervous because we got nothing. Now it's happening. It's here. I <laughs> no, hope we is. planned it appropriately. Yep. I uh, think I think we did it. All right. Well, take me I home. I think we're done. Take me home until we get the kids here. <laughs> Remember when the when you when you three first day three, you're like, well, it's been a good show. Yeah, I kept doing that. Yeah. I, I did that good once times. at Comic Con and Damon didn't think it was this funny. Oh, okay. On day one, I was like, it's been a good show, Damon. <laughs> Hard to believe it's almost over. <laughs> <laughs> just at it. That's your favorite. That's your favorite thing. Yeah, it's one of them. Yeah. That well, the, that and the Dunham photo I use. I yeah, you love, you love that. that. That comes around in an email. Every I, I wanted to creepy. use this email uh, and song request from our own Noah. Noah, uh, Noah Bench. Noah, Noah Bench, Bench from right down the hall. Yep. And uh, Noah writes, Beyond. Hey, guys. Beyond. I have a friend named Teo Acosta, which is a badass name. Yeah. He's an audio designer, and he makes some really cool music in his free time. It would be super awesome if you could play his tune on the podcast. Thanks. This is from Noah. And there is a postscript. Oh, which right? Which reads? Please don't read on it. This is <laughs> this is my last week at IGN. This is Noah talking to me. Uh, meeting all the editors and working around you has been really awesome. I'm going to miss it. Thanks again for having me on the podcast. Noah Bench is a Noah. confirmed attendee at Podcast Beyond 200, though. So make sure if you're in the office here, you say hi to Noah. Yes, absolutely. And you play a cool game. Yes. And uh, this song, oh, I didn't even say the song name, I apologize. The song is from Teo Acosta, and it is called The Viridian Forest. And it's kind of dubstepy, which is why it's awesome. <laughs> All right. 
Beyond. 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 Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.